0: Football on off the ball
1: with Sky. Come on, you girls in green. Good luck to the Ireland women's football team and their upcoming World Cup qualifiers. All right, it is time for our weekly catch up with John Giles. How are you keeping, John? Okay, Nathan. So, there's a lot going on in the Champions League and the Premier League over the past week, but the more things change, the more they seem to stay the same for Manchester United. Big defeat against Leicester at the weekend. It looked as though there was a real turning point coming when they were 2-0 down against Atalanta last night. Yes, they showed a character to come back and Cristiano Ronaldo does it again. Match winner, a 3-2 victory. Are we learning anything new about Manchester United over the past week? Uh, <clears throat> well, not an awful lot, Nathan, except, well,
0: maybe the inconsistency is there, as it has been, and, and uh, everybody's looking for the the... the... the, the, the way to stop it um, mm. you know after the Leicester match which they were very poor against Leicester as most people saw Nathan then we had uh, you know uh, Pogba coming out after the match to say what he felt was wrong and uh, I think a lot of people would think that maybe he was the the problem in fact I think Salciard did because he left him out for the next match during the week
1: well you mentioned Pogba's quotes he said We've been having these kind of games for a long time. We've not found the problem. Conceding easy goals, stupid goals. We need to be more mature, play with more experience and arrogance in a good way. We need to find something. We need to change. Did he say anything wrong there?
0: Um, No,
1: I don't think he did. But
0: I think you'd have to look at where he should have pointed the finger. Mm. Which should have been back at himself. Because, uh, you know, he, he he was dreadful. Against Leicester, and uh, I think when uh, you know most of the matches he plays, he, he can play well. As we know, he can do do extraordinary things. Um, but I think when it comes to the inconsistency, he's one of the major problems.
1: That game against Leicester, it came less than a week after the Nations League final, where France beat Spain, and Pogba played in a two-man midfield, albeit with three defenders behind them. But Pogba was outstanding that night. He ran the game. He seemed to cover every blade of grass in the last five minutes when Spain were piling on the pressure. Pogba was the one back helping out his defense, winning important headers. How does he go from that performance to what we've seen against Leicester? Is that tactically Manchester United aren't using him in the right way? Or is that an attitude?
0: No, it's an attitude, uh, Nathan. I mean, if if he can do it for France, why can't he do it for Manchester United? And he can have bad games. Everybody can have a bad game. But I think, I think the attitude from, from Pogba is always about Pogba. When he plays for France, uh, Nathan, he's playing about, what, six matches a year, seven matches a year for France. Right? So he's committed to the French uh, uh, international team, and he plays well because of the ability he has. When it comes to Manchester United's situation, it's different. First of all, he's, he's, he, he's been offered a new contract to Manchester United, which he's turned down. He hasn't signed a new contract for next year. Nobody knows where he's going. Is he going to stay at Manchester United? Is he not going to stay at Manchester United? And when you're in that situation as a player, and as a major player for Manchester United, what are the other lads thinking about? Is he committed as we are, or is he not? I think so, a lot of the matches. he's not as committed as he has been uh, for France and in certain matches, Nathan. So, therefore, mm. you get the incons- inconsistency of performance. From him. Now, I'm not blaming him for everything on Manchester United because there were other players didn't play well. But if you're looking for to run a team or a club and one of your major players is not signing a new contract, could well be gone by by just after Christmas and won't be there for next year. When you're building a team, it's a team, Nathan. Everybody's in it together, everybody's looking for the same thing, which is to be successful. And it means the same to everybody. I think when you're in a position with, with Pogba, who is a major player, and he hasn't signed his new contract, how can he be committed in a way that the other lads are committed? And how do you build morale? I mean, what is morale, except everybody together looking for the but, same thing and doing the same thing? I don't. When think you look at them, John, with, two, with Pogba.
1: When you look at them two 0 down last night, and this has been a continuous strength of Manchester United over the last year is that they score late goals, they come from behind, they win. Is, is that not something that is a sign of a team with good morale who still believe in each other, that they can when the chips are down, when they're under enormous pressure trailing in games, they can, dr- they can somehow get out of the fire?
0: Yeah, well, that happens to all great teams, Nathan. You're not always, not always going to be in front and you have to get out of that fire. But if you look at, at the situation that Manchester United are in, uh, I mean, against Leicester, for example... I mean, Leicester have been having a bad time. Mm. And they told outplayed Manchester United on the day. Right? That, that, that's, that's, that doesn't just happen uh, to a team that the morale is good. Obviously, they can be, teams that have the right spirit and the right goal about them can be beaten. But they don't be beaten as consistently or play as poorly as Manchester United play, uh, particularly this season. Or, or for a while, for, for that matter. It's an inconsistency in there. Of course, the fight back was very, very good. Uh, it definitely was good, and they deserved, it. They, de- they deserved it in the end. But they shouldn't be in that position in the first place. Mm. Not as often as they are, and shouldn't be outplayed as much as they were at Leicester. I mean, all teams can be beaten. But if you look at the display against Leicester, it was, you'd have to look it and say, were they trying? They didn't look to be trying to me. And then, then after the match, Pog was the one coming out and saying there's problems, and we've got to sort it out. There is only one place who can sort this out, and that's the manager. But he hasn't—he hasn't looked like doing that for 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 a long time.
1: That inconsistency you talk about—it's—it's it, it's a whole team thing at Manchester United, and that game after game, week after week, you never are quite sure how they're going to perform. But it also seems to be an individual thing at Manchester United. Obviously, you mentioned Pogba. But Bruno Fernandes has been outstanding since he came to the club. But for the last, well, latter end of last season, start of this season, like there have been moments and flashes of genius, but like there was last night for uh, Marcus Rashford's goal. But the consistency doesn't seem to be there from him. The consistency doesn't always seem to be there from Cristiano Ronaldo. The, what, what breeds, from your experience, what breeds inconsistency?
0: Well, well, first of all, you have to have a leader. right? And the leader is generally, not generally, in my opinion, all the time, the manager. The manager is the manager, and there has to be a certain amount, in my opinion, uh, Nathan, fear from the players, from managers. All the great managers produce uh, teams that do what he wants them to do, and there's no messing about as to what he he demands. I mean, if you look at the present crop, I mean, could you say that Klopp is in the same position as as uh, uh, Solskjaer? You know, well, cool. reverse
1: the reverse the question, John. Hmm? Would Klopp, Tuchel, Guardiola, do you think they would win the league? Do you think they would perform better with that Manchester United squad than Solskjaer? Definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah, you, they would demand much more. I, I, I think Solskjaer is, is a nice lad. Uh, he's, he's okay. I don't think he's the boss. He's not the boss in the way that... Lads would be scared of of Shankly in his day, Ferguson in in his day, Klopp today, uh, particularly. And now this Tuchel seems to be in this, the same breed. Conte had it as well. I I don't see that at Manchester uh, at Manchester United. I think mm. he's a, he's a nice guy. I don't think he's. I think he, he's. I think he's good for the people who are running the club, Nathan. He's not going to correct, uh, cause any fuss. Any bother he could just get on with the job as as they see him that, as they want them to do, right? but again, if you go back to Ferguson, Ferguson was in charge, and the reason he was in charge was because there was this, this a certain amount of of fear with players when when it comes to the likes of uh, Ferguson
1: yeah
0: i don 't think that's there. I think the the, the situation with uh, Salciar is that there, there are people at the club who are running the club who find him okay because he's not going to cause any trouble and he's not going to demand things in a way that, it, that should be demanded, where he has control over these players, whether it be Ronaldo, whether it be Pogba, anybody. If you look at all the great managers, they controlled all these players, all these great players, going back over the years, right, and even to this day. Let's put it this way, and I might have said it to you before. Would Klopp have Pogba in the team,
1: in the club? Well, unless unless Pogba was doing what he wanted, I guess.
0: Well, he he exactly. But is Pogba gonna do that with anybody, Nathan? I mean I'm I'm talking well, about. is the, Pogba, it, 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 is the answer not there with France? Is the at answer Manchester not there United.
1: with France? Right. Is the answer not there with France, John, that he actually does do it. He does it for Didier des at but France.
0: Well he does yes, but there's only a certain period of the year, Nathan. There's only about five or six matches a year. And he's on, the, he's on the international stage, and he's doing it for himself, in my opinion. And he'll do it for him because he, 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 it's the international team, mm. and he wants to show France this is what I can do, and he does it. But it's for a certain period. Of the matches. You know why? Why does he do it for France then, and doesn't do it for Manchester United?
1: Because maybe he is a better manager at France.
0: Well, well, yeah, and it suits him better. Yeah, you know. It suits him, uh, Nathan, because, look, if you look at the situation now, he hasn't signed a new contract. There's a good chance he could leave just after Christmas and still play for home. He's not going to be committed to Manchester United. But you have to be committed to the club. Like, all the players in the dressing room, they're together. That's how you build the morale, the team spirit, all the things that you want to mention like that. But if you've got Pogba, who's one of the main characters in the dressing room, and he hasn't signed a contract, which means he's not committed in the way that the other lads are committed Mm. And he and he shows that on the pitch. Now, I mean, against Leicester, he was dreadful. He wasn't the only one, but he but he was one of the major characters in it. And we've we've seen what is he six years at Old Trafford now, and we're still mm. waiting for him to be what he's supposed to be. Certainly,
1: he matches, did drop yeah, him.
0: It can be brilliant. He has the ability to do it, but you have to have the will to do it. And I'm not blaming I'm not blaming Pogba for that. Well, I'm blaming him a lot because he's he's, he's the he's the major player or one of the major players at Manchester United that's coming out saying what they should be doing and shouldn't be doing against Leicester and and, and he's left out of the team the next match himself by the manager
1: Well on that then so Solskjaer did leave him out last night and Solskjaer's in a position now as they head into that game against Manchester United on Sunday, which we're going to have live here and off the ball, one of the biggest games of Manchester United season. He has almost everybody fully fit, and he has a huge amount of options in midfield and across the attack line as well. If we take it that the back four will, in all likelihood, be wan Lindelof, Maguire, Shaw. Who would you pick in front of them? With all the options, who would you pick for Manchester United to feel could go and take Liverpool, could really put it up to Liverpool on Sunday?
0: Well, I think with the players they have, they can put it up. We've got a few few uh, midfield players. I mean, Pogba, if you had Pogba playing his best, you'd have him in the team, Nathan. But this is the problem. It's not about Saturday to Saturday. It hasn't just happened now. This has come over a period of time uh, with, 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 with Solskjaer there, where there should be now, at least after two or three years in the job, there shouldn't be any talk of me talking even about Pogba, what he's doing, what he isn't doing. That should be a done deal. This is what you do. If you don't do mm. it, you get out. So it's not a, 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 a magic for, a formula about who you pick for uh, the match against Liverpool. You know, it's 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 a, it's a non-goal thing in the club that that should be there by now. That everybody is in the same boat. They're out playing for the team, they're playing for each other, and uh, there's a morale to to the, the morale is there. I don't think you're going to suddenly have the morale on the weekend. Now, what you might have at the weekend is because it's such a big game that no matter who plays, they're going to be up for it, Nathan. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I, I might not be explaining myself very well.
1: No, when no, here, I think you're It's not done.
0: just the on, theory, yeah. on one match. It's, it's, again, if you go back to, to, to Klopp or Tuchel since he's come in, which is a short time, Tuchel, you can see there, the players, they're, they're, they're a bit scared of him. They want to please him. They want to do it mm. and they're going out and doing it. Would he have Pogba in the team? Not if he's doing what he's doing. Not doing what he's doing, what he wants him to do. Same with Klopp. So the Manchester United thing, is: it seems to me, that there's people behind the scenes there. It's, it's, a, it's a money situation, I think, where Pogba or could be. In other words, we bought him for $90 million, uh, He could walk for nothing next year. And I think they're doing the best to keep him for the financial situation. And in the meantime, that's not doing Salciar, who's not in a position to demand that he's not in the team, uh, uh, to do what's needed to be done. It's a complicated situation that's, that's, yeah. that Salciar is in the middle of it, Nathan. And I don't think he has the, the control to say, I'm not playing this guy. He has to go.
1: It doesn't feel like the uh, conversation about manchester united is going to change anytime soon so i'm sure we'll be back to this john our football coverage is with thanks to sky proud primary partner and supporter of the republic of ireland women's national football team i want to talk briefly about manchester city john it's been a straightforward week for manchester city they put five past club bruges in the champions league they had a relatively straightforward two nil win against burnley but watching them over the last couple of games again the focus is on the lack of a traditional striker a traditional number nine and I was at the game on Saturday against Burnley and Phil Foden played out in the left wing and he had a good, solid game, doing what you would do and you'd expect it. The ball would come to him, he'd put the head down, he'd bring it to the end line. or he'd, He certainly was always on the front foot. And they played him as a number nine, a false nine for the last sort of half an hour. And he just looked totally at sea. And we saw Jack Grealish in a similar position in the game against Liverpool. Now, I know you, you played the majority of your career in the middle of midfield and you started out on the right-hand side. These are some of the best young players in world football. Is it that seismic a difference in playing on the left wing from playing at centre forward? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, most players have their best position, uh, and, mm. and and the the, the, the of City have been caught out really because it looked odds on that um, uh, our, our pal from Harry Kane, sorry, Harry Kane, Harry would would be would be at that uh, City. It, it looked that way, and uh, and. He's been cut out because he, it hasn't happened. So where is there else to go? He doesn't. I mean, Aguero is gone, uh, as we know. So who's going to play in that position? So, no. He doesn't have an out-and-out centre-forward. Well, well, maybe the, the, the uh, one of the younger players, Yazoo, uh, probably play, can play up there, Nathan. Yeah. But he hasn't been really doing the job that Harry Kane would have done had he gone to, to City, in my opinion. So he's stuck with that, and he's trying to make the best use of it. And it's very, 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 very difficult for him to to turn any of these uh, young players or players who don't play in that position into a goal-scoring centre-forward, Nathan. Who knows more about Munster Rugby, me or you, Quinny? Everyone has an opinion, don't they? Some of the opinions are
1: waffle, but I'd like to think I know a lot. The Red 78 with Alan Quinlan and Neve Briggs. Subscribe to the Rugby channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. Is there a potential that he he damages Grealish and Foden by trying to get them to do this? No, I don't think he'll
0: damage them. No. I mean, they're, 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 they're both young players who play in a certain position, uh, and they're just not playing in their favourite position. But it, I don't think he'll do them any damage at all. Mm. I mean, I think the, 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 the biggest damage to, to Guardiola in the last few weeks has been the Sterling situation, Nathan. That's yeah, why You so right mentioned Guardiola in, in the managers mm. that I was talking about, uh, Pogba, because... Uh, I mean, it's been it's been in the papers last week uh, that Sterling has, has, has said to Guardiola, "I won't sign a new contract unless you guarantee me to play me uh, not in every match, but in certain a certain amount of matches." This is this is nonsense. You can't. No player in the world can say to any manager, "Unless I wanted in my contract that you're going to play me in nearly all the matches." I think Sterling yeah. hasn't been playing well. I mean, he, he hasn't played well for City since Christmas. He played well for England in the in the Euros. There's no doubt about that. But he hasn't played it for, done for City, so I don't know what's going on there.
1: Well, 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 something seemed to clearly happen behind the scenes with himself and Guardiola because, again, he started last season well and suddenly found himself completely out of favour. Hasn't been able to get any sort of form going for Manchester City, but has still been able to do it for England is, is it yeah. not understandable for Sterling at his age with his experience and his talent to say to his manager if you're not going to play me let me go
0: well, that, well that's he, he didn't actually say that I mean he, he, he said thats that's what he wanted in his new contract I think uh, Guardiola responded by saying, "Well, then, as far as I'm concerned, then you you can go because I'm not giving you that uh, assurance. Nobody can have that assurance in the world, Nathan. I think what I don't know what happened to Manchester City, but I do know from Christmas onwards to the Euros, he he played very, very badly for City. Didn't try a leg, Mm. in my opinion, Nathan. Then he got into the England team and did try, and he played really well. So how can you do that? Why why should he be doing that? I mean, he's getting paid three hundred grand a week." and, and, and he should be doing his stuff for City, and he wasn't doing it. And what I've seen from him this season for City, he, has, he hasn't been trying either, Nathan. So I don't know what's going it's, on there. Unless, again, he's aged or he's been tapped up uh, by somebody. But he hasn't been doing it for City, that's for sure. But then to ask for the manager for, for an assurance that I'm going to be playing, regardless of how I play, <laughs> that's what he's, 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 he's insinuating, uh, is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So I can't see a happy end in there.
1: Whatever has gone on, John, it's, it's a huge blow for Manchester City because Raheem Sterling, 18 months ago, was scoring 30 goals in a season. It looked as though it had all come together, that we knew he always had the pace, we always knew he had the technical ability, there were always some question marks about his finishing, but he seemed to answer to all of them. That here was a player on the verge of being one of the best in the world. And he's just stagnated completely over the last nine months. He could well have been the answer for that, Harry Kane, number nine position.
0: Well, it, well, definitely, he, he would certainly be the best bet they have for scoring the goals it, 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 from from the way he was playing, Nathan, definitely, but you're going back to last Christmas mm. when, since he's since he played well, and I I could never understand it when I was coming into the run in the city uh, with City that he, he was playing so poorly and, and was left out, left out of the team quite rightly as well. So I don't know what I don't know what's happening there, but they. they They do. They do. Ideally, they need a a Harry Kane, and that's not going to come about in the immediate future, Nathan. So they they do have a problem there. There's no
1: doubt. Chelsea might have some similar issues over the next couple of weeks as well, because it was an easy win last night against Malmo, but a disappointing night with the injuries to Timo Werner and a particular to Romelu Lukaku, Uh, Thomas Tuchel had actually said ahead of the game that there was a real issue around mental fatigue with Romelu Lukaku, that he was overplayed, and then he lasts 25 minutes before he twists his ankle. What has been your assessment of Lukaku since his arrival? Because he hasn't scored in six games, and you know he has a, is a player who has played an enormous amount of football throughout his career. Yeah, well,
0: well I, I think they needed somebody like that, uh, Nathan, you know, I think Lukaku is a good player who will get caught. I think he's got a few for him, not as many as we as would would be expected.
1: Um, but I think if it's, if it's, if, oh, if sorry, sorry if Tuchel t- if Tuchel talk taught that there was fatigue and that he was overplayed, should he not have just left him out last night?
0: Well, that would make sense in the way he's talking, Nathan. But you know mm. what you'll find with managers, you know the most important match is always the next one. Yeah. It, and it's very, very difficult for them. In, and all the managers now, with the amount of matches that the players are expected to play, it's too many, in my opinion. They've just come out of the Euros. They're into the, 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 the European competition. I'm talking about the top, particularly the top teams now. I think they're playing far too much football. And I think you will get the tiredness uh, that Tuchel is talking about. And the injuries. I mean, they picked up two injuries last night. Playing, in, if you look at the amount of matches they played in recent in recent times, and the car particularly has played, in I think in all of those matches, I think it's too much for them.
1: Liverpool uh, it was Jesus. Was some game against uh, Atletico Madrid? There have this week been some questions about Virgil van Dijk and his ability to get back to where he was pre the injury, which was probably the best defender in the world at that time. Is this just a natural getting back into a period for Virgil van Dijk that's with being a year out it might take six, nine months or is there a possibility that he actually never gets back to that level again?
0: Oh, I, I don't think it'll take him that long Nathan and to be fair to him I mean since he's come back I mean he was playing against Griezmann the other night he was one of the best finishers in the world in my mm. opinion uh, and he made, he made a couple of mistakes but he's played quite a few matches up to, up to last night uh, where he's done well and I think I, I, I did read in the paper he did say himself last week <clears throat> with the injury he's had it's going to take him a little while to get back to where he was, which is only natural because he was out for what, a year, which is a long time in football, to get back to the peak of where he was before he got injured. But I think he's done extremely well uh, to, 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 to play as well as he has done for Liverpool, coming back from the injury. I think he made a couple of mistakes the other night, but that's really the first couple of mistakes I've seen him make since he's come back. Um, but I think he, he can get sharper and will get sharper as he goes mm. along.
1: Watching Liverpool the last night again, it, it, you, you mentioned about Dyke's mistakes and it, it does always look as though it's the defence that's out of shape when they concede, but quite mm. often then it's maybe more that the front three aren't working as hard or the midfield aren't working as hard. It Was that a big problem for them the last night, that the lack of control that they had in the middle of midfield?
0: Yeah, well, they, they started very well, Nathan. Um, but, but this Atletico team is a good team you know the, 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 they don't stop and they did come back into the game well but if you go back I think on the first goal I think it was from a corner kick and they, they, they sent two players out and Liverpool only sent one player out and it finished up going in the back of the net now you know the, 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 and Griezmann scored from it so there are a lot of things happened before um, you know Van Dyke came into the picture in, in in that particular way, but yeah. Atletico. I mean, Liverpool started really well to get the two goals up, Nathan. But I think they're they're lacking a the midfield player that can get a, a hold of the game when they do go two 0 up. In other words, close it down a little bit, slow it down a little bit, uh, in in the middle of the field. And Atletico really did come back into it well. Uh, and to be fair to Liverpool, they stuck at it well uh, uh, to, to finish up to finish up winning the game, Nathan. You know, it let it go. I think they let it go. Like, there's an awful lack of uh, discipline about them, uh, uh, as you can see from the manager as well. Yeah. You know, and the penalty—the penalty that they gave away uh, later on in the game—I I have Mario Hermoso gave the penalty away when he was the the, 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 the tackle, the challenge on uh, uh, Giotta. It was ridiculous, I I mean, the ball was in the air, and he just launched himself into. Uh, to, to give it away the way the way he did but uh, you know I think Liverpool stuck at it well and and, and came away getting a good win from there
1: uh, where are you on handshakes John Diogo Simeone obviously didn't shake Jurgen Klopp's hands but he said afterwards he never shakes hands he doesn't believe in handshakes uh, well he's he's,
0: he's, 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 he's he's a manager on his own Nate another character okay. on his own he, he, I mean you see him going up and down the line I mean and I, I i wouldn't be surprised at him doing that. I mean, see the managers when they're beaten like that Nathan. Nobody wants to shake hands and what, what 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 about it anyway what's the big deal you know he' he he's going mad anyway, he's probably going mad with his own players what he didn't do this or didn't do that and yeah shaking hands I mean sometimes they hardly shake hands with each other anyway they just about brush each other going past it's 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 supposed to be part of the game,
1: but is that tradition always yeah, there? Sorry, would, was that tradition always there? Would Don Revy have shook hands with Brian Clough at the end of the game with Bill Shankly? Well,
0: they, they probably would, but it, it would be—it would be—it wouldn't be a real genuine shake of the hand. It's—it's it, just what—that's what you're supposed to do, and if you don't do it, then you're a bad sport. But the managers wouldn't care about that, to be honest. Yeah. whether they shook hands or didn't shake hands, to be honest. And when you now. were Especially a manager, when you've lost a goal late on, and you've lost a yeah. penalty or whatever it might be. A bad decision, you know. Like managers are really, really, uh, really uptight. Uh, Nathan, during the ninety minutes of a match, and shaking hands or not shaking hands, wouldn't be a big deal
1: to them. Yeah. Do you, when you were manager, did you uh, have the glass of wine afterwards with the opposition manager? Was that something you you wanted to be a part of?
0: No, it's it, 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 that's not. It doesn't happen all the time. That Nathan. Right. You know, it's uh, like it's it's usually the the the, the manager of the opposition come to you know you when you go up with to, say to the director's uh, lounge and the the, the, the the a lot of times a lot of t- times you wouldn't see uh, the opposition manager Nathan. it right. wasn't it wasn't part of the, the the routine anyway in my my experience anyway because you'd have to be going up to uh, where the drink would be would be in the director's lounge your director's lounge where the the opposition directors and a lot of times and I never did myself Go up to the in, in away from home. Go up to the uh the, the, the director's lounge.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's or, not exactly a, very very
0: seldom. It wasn't normal. Right. Usually, when the match was over, you'd see the the the, the, the opposition manager. You would shake hands. Well, most of the time, you would shake hands, and that would be it.
1: Who who didn't you shake hands with?
0: I, I shook hands with anybody that wanted, <laughs> wanted to shake hands. But but what what, what I did find that there weren't. There weren't many good losers, Nathan. Yeah. There weren't many good losers in 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 uh, in management. Very very. I came across very very few that that could take it. Now, what I, my experience with ex- managers I played against was they would always talk about their own team.
1: Yeah. Win or lose. Win or lose, right. Nathan. You know. Because I did often wonder what what was you know, what was the conversation? Yeah. When, when the you conversation just
0: we did really well today, you know. You know, I didn't think we deserved to be beaten, but the way we lost—if you're going to lose, that's the way to lose. And not many good, not many good losers, Aidan.
1: Not like you, John.
0: Huh? No, I, well, I, I, I take it. I mean, I'm not saying I was—I I would, I wouldn't, <laughs> never. Nobody likes losing, but I—I I, I just found that, like you could say to them, I would say to them, "Well done, your team played well." Yeah, You really lost the
1: course. Really lost. Uh, <laughs> no. To wrap it all up in a bow, then, John, what about a Diego Simeone type figure yeah. at Manchester United? Well, could they cope with his intensity?
0: Yes, yes. Players, players know, Nathan. They don't like it, but they respect it. Do you know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if you were playing in the team, I came across players myself played in the team that they, they like the manager. But he's, you know, he's too soft. He's not good. He's not good. Like, when they get a a hard manager, they do moan about it, but they do it. You know what I mean? They respect him, win him matches. But most of of the successful managers I came across in my time with players that I played against, they didn't like the manager. You know, they didn't really like the manager, but they respected him. And, And managers don't want to be liked. No, they want to be respected. They want to be known as a hard nut.
1: Hmm.
0: that's players they know it's, it's in good they're winning matches they're doing the right things the player, the manager might give him a right telling off wouldn't like it but he'd be right and he'd go and play again I, I think I told you one time I just started from from, from uh, the great Wolves manager in, now this is going back to the uh, I can't think of his name Nathan now Stan um, Cullis Stan Cullis I spoke to a, a, a well-known player who played for him. When we'd both finished playing, it was a do at Manchester, and I said, "What was Cullers like?" He said, "He was the biggest and so I ever met in my life, but he
1: was a great manager." Right. So that's all that matters.
0: That's all that matters, that all that's all that matters. Managers, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of managers say, "Oh, yeah, I like him," but he, but no, he's not. He's not really doing it. Right. So when you when you come to Simone, uh, well. I think if he went to Old Trafford, they wouldn't like him. But I think they'd respect him, Nathan. All
1: right, well, we shall see what happens. John, great stuff as always. Thanks, Nathan. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. Come on, you girls in green. Good luck to the Ireland women's football team and their upcoming World Cup qualifiers.